0: This is the Locked on Bengals podcast on a Wednesday. I'm your host, James Erpine. We do this every single weekday. You can subscribe on iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and LockedOnBengals.com. Great to have you in. A lot to get to today, including Andy Dalton's comments. It's a pro football talk. If you're new to the podcast, it's simple. I'm James Erpine. I cover... The Bengals in Cincinnati for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. And we do this daily. This is your daily Bengals fix. And it's great to be with you here today. Um let's start with what I saw today. Because what I saw today, and actually I saw this yesterday, but it's interesting. Um, Andy Dalton says that he feels like the Bengals are close to returning to the playoffs. And That sounds good, and I think I agree that they're closer. But do you agree? That's my question. Do you agree that they're closer than they were? Poll question was up. My colleague Lance McAllister posted this. Over 1,200 people have voted so far, and it's 50-50 split. And I wanted to get your thoughts, because I don't think there's anyone denying that they're better. But there's certainly a gap between, better, uh, between the 7-9 the and nine Bengals that had to scratch and claw to win the last two games of the season and better as in playoff better. Bengals are better instantly on the offensive line, I think, addition by subtraction with Russell Bodine. I think certainly addition with Cordy Glenn. I think Bobby Hart gives them some depth and in, in a guy they can at least look at to see if he can make the team. So from that aspect, totally on board. But right now, if I said, hey, put your money where your mouth is, 50 bucks, do the Bengals make the playoffs next season? Right now, I would say no. Could I see it? Absolutely, I could see it. Can I see a path where they get better? Absolutely, I can. But in my mind, in my mind, there's no way I'm going to say, oh, yeah, they're clearly playoff bound. I just don't see it. I don't. And it, I might be crazy. You can call me crazy if you want. By the way, Joe Goodberry going to be on the podcast hopefully tomorrow, Mark Schofield Friday. To me, this is just one of those things where the, the Bengals, they are not yet there. I don't know what John Ross is. I don't know if they have a receiver that can play opposite A.J. Green. And it's the third year in a row now where I'm thinking this. Third off season in a row where I'm thinking this. I'm worried. I'm so worried. And hopefully John Ross is the guy, and you guys know I'll beat that drum and I'll, I'll stand on that hill. But at the same time, I don't know if that's the key. In fact, here's the key. If you tell me that the Bengals improved their line in the draft, and you could check out Mock Draft 3 at LockedOnBengals.com. If you, if you tell me they're improving the draft on the line, whether it's Isaiah Wynn or Billy Price or Daniels or, or multiple picks, you know, there's there's a ton of a ton of different ways they can get better on the line. They do that, and then they figure out on offense how to use the running back position, then I'd be on board. Because I'm not sure they know how to use the running back position. I don't think they do. And that's very concerning to me. Very concerning. Because if if they don't know how to utilize Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard. Did they last year? Like, let's be honest. Think about it. Think about it. Joe Mixon, Giovanni Bernard, they couldn't use them the right way. They couldn't get them in the field the same time. They couldn't platoon them the way New Orleans and some other playoff teams had done it. Heck, the Minnesota Vikings did it. So to me, it's simple. If you tell me they have a running game, if you tell me the defense is going to be as good as it was last year, if you tell me A.J. Green stays healthy and John Ross takes a step, then we might have something. Then we might be talking. But otherwise, I'm not sure I, I see it. I'm not sure it's, it's something in the cards, at least as of now. And maybe it's the whole, I see better than I hear. Because ultimately, there's a reason we reacted the way we did in January to Marvin Lewis returning. Marvin's still here. Yeah, they have big hopes for the offensive line with Frank Pollock at the helm. Marvin's still here. Yeah, they have big hopes f- hopes for the offense with a better offensive line and Joe Mixon. Bill Lazer's still here. Yeah, they have high hopes for an offense. Andy Dalton's still here. So to me, I'm going to be the ultimate let's wait and see because odds are they don't get markedly better. That's why in my mind the, the, the Odell Beckham thing makes all the sense in the world. The, the, the Odell Beckham thing like the Patriots gave you the blueprint Brandon Cooks is in the final year of his contract and the Patriots got a first round pick 8 picks higher than what they did last year for Brandon Cooks than what they gave up last year. 8 picks higher. 23rd overall pick. So let's say you got Odell Beckham franchised him next year I'm sure you could trade him to a team that wanted to sign him and and lock him up for a long-term extension. That's the difference, the foresight, the thinking. I love that the Bengals went after Cordy Glenn and landed him. But until you give me another surefire thing that I can bank on, I don't know how you can say, oh, this team is playoff bound in 2019. This season, 2018-2019. I don't. Could that change? Absolutely. If right now as I'm recording this, if they made a, a big trade for a center or a trade for Odell Beckham, let's say, or did something like that where I'd be like, well, they can bank on that. He can fill the other wide receiver spot. <laughs> or he can fill the, the need for a center. Or he can fill the need for what, whatever. Insert the need that you want to talk about. Sure. If you guarantee me that they'll be able to run the ball, sure, I can't say they can do that. I don't know if they'll be able to do that, and that's why I have the Bengals where I do. I'm James Urpain. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and LockedOnBengals.com.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: I'm going to spend a couple minutes on this, and I was texting with Joe Goodberry yesterday after the Brandon Cooks trade, and it would just be so much fun, and I hope the Rams work out. I really do. I hope the Rams have one of the best seasons in football next year, because if that happens, we'll have multiple teams now where the blueprint is, let's go after guys, let's make moves for the now, and it works. Because the the whole narrative of let's just build through the draft and slowly but surely build up our team, I think it makes sense to a certain degree. I also think teams need to be more active in free agency. The Packers, more active in free agency. Teams like that. The Bengals certainly more active in free agency, more active via trade, more active in getting talent for the now. And that's what the Rams are doing. I mean, the Rams have traded for Marcus Peters signed Damakung Su. They've traded for Akeeb Talib. I- I'm gonna miss a bunch of these moves, but they obviously they traded for Brandon Cooks yesterday. The Rams, I want them to work because if they work, the NFL will look and they'll say, well. Organizations will say, well, the Eagles had success doing it that way. The Rams have had success doing it that way. Maybe we need to make more trades. Maybe we need to sign more free agents. Maybe there's a difference between being the Redskins and signing the wrong free agents for a lot of money and making trades that are smart, signing players that are good fits, even if it means spending big money. Because there's a difference. I I threw out the idea, oh, this player. You're telling me Odell Beckham can't fit in most offenses? Like Brandon Cooks is what, think about it from this perspective. Brandon Cooks is what the Bengals want John Ross to be. It's what they want John Ross to be, right? And he had two years left on his contract last year when New England traded for him. If the Bengals had traded the ninth pick for Brandon Cooks last year, most people would have been like, whoa. That is outrageous. Including me. I might have thought that was overpriced. I I remember writing something either, I think it was for my blog, like "Eh, maybe a second-round pick for Cooks. I don't know if I'd give up a first. But think about it in hindsight. Ninth overall pick, proven deep threat that stays healthy, durable, and can do exactly what you want him to do opposite A.J. Green. Like, proven commodities, that's what you want in return for Major draft picks, in my mind. You don't want question marks. You don't want players where you're like, I don't know. So, if the Bengals had traded the ninth pick last year for Brandon Cooks, I probably would have been critical. But in hindsight, looking at it, Brandon Cooks, opposite A.J. Green, stays healthy, gives him that deep threat, gives him that dynamic. Tough to argue. Tough to argue them doing that, considering that was a huge need. And as of now... As of right now, today, February or February 4th, April 4th, it's still a huge need. I'm James Rpeen. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Working on Joe Goodberry later this week. Mark Schofield as well. I know that will happen this week. I have a bachelor party this weekend. So the goal is to still have a Friday podcast, but we will not have one Monday. I'm going to Vegas. Pray for me. On Twitter at James Rpine at Locked On Bengals. Until next time.